What's up, guys? This is Steven and Billy, and today we're going to be arguing about what virtue we think is the most important. So my virtue that I'll be discussing today is humility. And on page 223, it's defined as inordinate self-love. And it also goes further on the page. It says the root of pride is lack of submission to God. And by this, we can assume that the opposite of it would be humility. That's good. My virtue is temperance. And temperance in the book is defined as on page 52 as the virtue that inclines us to desire and enjoy pleasures well. And I think temperance is the most important because temperance is shown in every other virtue and it is necessary to have in order to achieve the virtues. That's a good point, Stephen. Um, I'd also like to point out, though, um, the very start of the chapter says, Mrs. Turpin always noticed people's feet. And I think this goes beyond the iceberg because it's both literal and figurative. Um, the literal side is Mrs. Turpin is literally looking down on people's feet, so like looking down on them, but also figuratively, and that her pride is causing her to not see people in the same way. And I feel like it goes back to the story um, somewhere in Matthew 5 and 10, somewhere in between there. But it talks about taking the plank out of your own eye before taking the log or um, the stick out of someone else's eye. <clears throat> because it's shown that um, the pride causes her to not see her own problems. Um, and I think that's very evident in this um, first line on the page. I think that's a really good point, Billy. I definitely see why humility is important. But I'm going to tell you why I think temperance is the most important. So if the point of the virtues is for us to live life how God will want us, which also means to be able to enjoy life at the fullest, that's pretty much what temperance, like the de definition is. Like as I said, I'll restate, the definition of temperance is the virtue that inclines us to desire and enjoy pleasures well. And I think that's important as God's creations we need to know how to enjoy and notice everything around us and that it's created by God. And it's very important to recognize that in order to maintain all the virtues. So I think from a biblical standpoint, temperance is definitely a little more important than humility. But it's very close as both of them are really good. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> um, I agree with what you're saying. I think it's really important to take a step back sometimes. Um, you know, temperance is very important. Um, there's no denying that. However, um, at the start of your argument, you said that uh, the book says it's the most important virtue. However, it also says on page 223, accordingly, moral philosophers have long considered the virtue that opposes pride, humility, to be the foundation of all their virtues. And to piggyback, uh, to piggyback off of that... Um, I think that at the at the basis, the foundation of humility is recognizing that whatever we do is uncomparable to like the mercy and everything that God does in our lives. So I think that by acting in a way that realizes that we're we don't deserve the mercy and everything that God's given us, I think that would cause us to act in a way that would show the same mercy he shows on us. Just like um, in the story of the unforgiving servant, when the king forgave his debt, but then unfortunately that servant collected the small debt that his servant owed, um, and the king who was God in the story also got mad because he knew that he was called to show the same mercy that the first servant showed. Um, so that's why I think that 
um, temperance is is done out of out of humility for all the things that God does for us. As you keep bringing up these points, I'm kind of seeing how temperance and humility are kind of connected, and they're both very important. But I still think temperance is needed in order to have humility. So real quick, I'm going to ask you what your personal definition of humility is. Okay, that's tough. Uh, let me think about it for a second. Um, okay, so it would be easier for me to first start with the definition of pride. So the way I see it, pride is acting on a certain belief because you think that you're entitled or better or have the right to something. So then I would say humility um, is, is along the lines of patience in, in a way because you want to wait and not be eager to do something or to have something in an envious way, but you want to like stay back and also realize that you're not entitled to everything. Um, and that's also where, well, let me tell you this. Okay. <clears throat> so in Genesis, in the garden, it's, it's said in the chapter that pride was the first sin committed because God commanded Adam and Eve to eat from all of the trees, all the fruits in paradise of um, Eden, the garden. But he also told them to refrain from one of the trees, uh, the knowledge of good and evil. And I think by doing this, I, I would say, I don't know if I would say he was testing them, but he was also like establishing that he knows better than they do. But when Satan goes into the garden, he tempts them, <clears throat> and he basically tells them that they know better than God, and like they're curious to what's, what's in the forbidden fruit. So by doing this, they act in a way where they think that they know better than God. And I think that's um, a big part of humility, is realizing that even though you don't know something, um, like you got to trust that God does. And then we see the small picture, but the big picture is part of God's will. And then we need to go through suffering and, and be humble in everything that we do. All right, that's good. But I want to go back to your definition a little bit. As you said, I'm not going to, I don't remember the exact words, but you said uh, it's either with pride or humility, both kind of the same, that uh, it's stopping yourself from acting on a temptation. So correct me if I'm wrong. You did say that, right? Uh, yeah, I think I said something like that. So my question for that is how is that not temperance? So I think temperance is, I think it is temperance, but I also feel, um, I was saying it kind of earlier and touching on it, <clears throat> but I think temperance is an effect of humility. So having humility causes you to act with temperance um, was kind of what I was getting at. All right, gotcha. So you, <clears throat> you would agree that both of them are kind of connected? Yeah, for sure. Okay, me too. So because of that, I think it's kind of hard to say which one is more important because you can't really have one without the other, in my opinion. That's true. That's true. Well, I think <clears throat> the the whole purpose of doing this was to establish that all of the virtues are kind of connected um, and you can't really have one or all of them without like even just a single one missing. <clears throat> but I think the whole point was to, was to argue on which one like causes the others. And that's, that's why I think humility is the best. Although I could see a case made for temperance um, 
as it is one of the first uh, virtues introduced, but I also think the closing with um, humility is very important um, and that it kind of shows um, how it affects all the others. I like what you said about all of the virtues being connected, and I think that's definitely like the goal of this. But even though they're connected, I still think there are some that are more important than other or others. And I kind of see... I kind of see it as like temperance and humility as the roots of all the other ones. Like justice, for for example, I think you need humility to properly have justice. Hundred <clears throat> percent. And that goes along with all of the other ones. I was just saying that because it's the easiest and the first one that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say a little bit more about temperance, even though Billy and I both agreed that they all of the virtues are connected and. If one's important, they're all important. So, so in the chapter of temperance, uh, it talks about how the great Gatsby sh- like displays it and the lack of temperance, actually. I-, I would say it's more the lack of temperance in the great Gatsby. But Gatsby cannot resist the temptations that he sees, and it ultimately gets him killed. That's with Daisy, and that also connects to chastity, kind of, right? Yeah, I believe so. All right. So anyways, <clears throat> I'm not saying, like, if you don't show temperance, like, in today's society, you're going to get killed, or even in any society. But there are definitely extreme cases that it could get you in major legal trouble, uh, could ruin your relationships, especially with God. And that's, above all things, the most important thing in our world. Like I said before, I think temperance is really important to have a relationship to God or with God because it allows you to properly enjoy everything he's created for us and us as humans have dominion above all other things so technically everything on this earth is ours to use if we use those things improperly it just creates a spoiled tension kind of between us and God Okay, um, <clears throat> I actually have a question for you, Stephen. Yeah. So, when talking about temperance, um, it says that foods, drinks, and sex are all needed to sustain life. However, like these things are also um, commanded to be done at a certain time. Um, like sex before marriage is like said as a sin, and people go on fast to avoid food. But my question for you is, like, what what is the purpose of these things being done? Um, in other words, like, why does God keep withhold us from these certain um, these things we need to keep um, fulfilling life? That's a good question. I mean, so what I think is, if we want a relationship with God, we have to have a or a strong relationship with God, especially. We have to have a strong relationship with each other, and like you said, like especially with like sex. Um, if you do that before marriage, especially with multiple different people, I mean, it does. It you don't really get any personal gain. And if our goal is to try to get to heaven, like that, just distracts us, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm hearing you correctly, these these things that God has given us, they're meant to be enjoyed. But if we use them incorrectly, they end up hurting us more. And that's also where temperance comes in. Um, exactly. Because when we wait for these things, they become 
they become their full purpose and what they were meant to be. Yeah, exactly. If these do, if these things are done at not the right time, like incorrectly, then that goes that almost goes back to humility where we're using things the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to move into our next point, we're going to be talking about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And I know what you're thinking. This has nothing to do with virtue. But Greg, his character, is actually really significant. At first, he's very selfish. He doesn't really care for anyone around him. And um, it affects his relationship with uh, his best friend, Riley. And it also causes problems with these high school kids who start chasing him on Halloween. And this problem actually catches up to him uh, at the end of the movie because they confront him on the blacktop area. And the cheese, you've probably heard of, it's very nasty and nobody wants to touch it, let alone eat it. But these kids force Rally to eat the cheese. And Rally, if, if the school found out that he ate the cheese, it'd be very embarrassing. It would ruin his whole reputation, which at this point has been br- um, built up pretty well. <laughs> but Greg, like, he learns humility because he's willing to take on the embarrassment of eating the cheese for Rally. And I think it's really cool looking back. Um, it shows how much he's grown, you know, in his character. Um, that he was willing to take on the embarrassment and save his friend from it. And they end up rebuilding their friendship, and it's a really cool thing. I think that's a really good point, Billy, and a good example. I think that whole Diary of a Wimpy Kid series is highlighted by humility. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Um, so, Steven, I would like to challenge you to bring in another movie which you think or um, have seen display temperance in some way or fashion. So since you brought up a great movie, I will, too. I'm going to bring up Kung Fu Panda, and I think this movie... Uh, shows temperance in a really cool way. So I think you guys know much of the story, but Poe all of a sudden, out of nowhere, gets chosen as the dragon warrior. And when he gains this responsibility, he's eager to learn and excited, but he wants to learn all the big moves first without actually trusting the process. And that's what temperance is about, in my opinion. Temperance is all about trusting the process and not gaining things too early. But because of this, people start to get jealous, and they doubt him. He doubts himself, too, and that's a big flaw when you're trying to learn as a human or person. But after he decides to trust the process and do what Master Shifu was saying, (laughs) uh, he finally learns how to be the Dragon Warrior. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I I think that's a really good example, actually. Um, Something interesting you said was um, he was learning confidence. And my first thought was confidence, if if too much of it is displayed, it can also lead to pridefulness. So I was wondering how you think that Poe balanced that that well. So correct me if I'm wrong, but Poe is never, like, selfish, like, throughout the movie. That's true. So I think a big part of pride is being selfish. And when when you have self-doubt, it almost puts you in a state, like a defensive state. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that that's what causes pride, in my opinion. 
Yeah, totally. Um, I agree with what you're saying. You know, from the start of the movie, Poe was never acting in a selfish way. He was always looking out for his dad, helping around the shop and serving the people. And, you know, I think in his character arc, the confidence part is just a move away from cowardice, um, which also goes back to courage. And that's why it's really important, too. And so I think the goal of him um, and his temperance displayed was to have confidence enough to know that he can wait and that not everything is going to come to him immediately, you know. So the struggle was um, for him to become a better version of himself, and he needed confidence to push him through that and to wait in a virtuous way. So um, I think what you're saying was really true. And um, Yeah, I think you're right. And part of it's being... Uh, diligent and trusting the process at first he didn't trust the process and that's when he was struggling but once he finally did he experienced the most self-gain he'd ever seen so yeah um i mean there's countless movies we could talk about um displaying humility or temperance or both honestly um but yeah i think that pretty much wraps up uh everything we wanted to talk about you know um we both think that our virtues are a little bit more important, but we also acknowledge the fact that you couldn't have one without the other. You know, I think humility is better. He thinks temperance is better, but either way you slice it, they're both important um, for attaining the good life. Not only are our virtues important, but they're all important, and they all resemble each other in some way. Yeah, all of them are very important. Um, so with that said, I think um, I think that wraps it up, wouldn't you say? Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, see you guys next time. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.